Welcome to the Get Over Yourself podcast. This is author and athlete Brad Kearns discovering ways to be healthy, fit, and happy in hectic, high-stress modern life. So let's slow down and take a deep breath, take a cold plunge, and expertly balance that competitive intensity with an appreciation of the journey. That's the theme of the show. Here we go. The Get Over Yourself podcast is brought to you by Almost Heaven, beautiful compact home use sauna kits, ancestral supplements, grass-fed organ meats in a capsule, DNA Fit, genetic testing for custom diet and exercise recommendations, Integro Health, high-potency liquid probiotic called Flourish, Organifi, organic powdered superfoods, delicious green, gold, and red powders, Wild Idea Buffalo, sustainable, grass-fed, beyond organic, real ketones, clean burning ketones for athletic performance and fat loss. And check out the bradkearns.com slash shop page. That's my personal selection of favorite products for health, fitness, and peak performance. And here we go with the show. I spent my teens confused, like, what do I eat? How do I eat fat-free this? You know, meat is bad for you. It's going to cause cancer. That's why I thought, okay, let me embark on the vegetarian diet. It sounds like the best diet for health. And all the scares of the fat, you know, saturated fat and cholesterol and what have you. And now I circle back to eating the exact same way that I was eating growing up in Greece. I mean, Mediterranean paleo real food diet. No matter how healthy and clean your diet is, if you're not getting good sleep, and if you don't have the social connections, and if you're not seeing the sunlight and getting out in nature, your health suffers. I also psychologically, I just felt satisfied. I spent 35 years hungry, literally. <laughs> like, I just couldn't get enough. Here's a wild idea. How about eating some good, clean, delicious, sustainably raised meat instead of the nasty, trashy feedlot animals the vast majority of our meat consumption. No wonder there's vegetarians and vegans out there. But look, Wild Idea Buffalo is 100% grass-fed and finished meat. They roam on the open range as they have been for 130,000 years. This wonderful company is doing the best they can to give these animals a good life, harvest them in a humane manner. Check this out. 40 million cattle are slaughtered every year and pushed into the mainstream food supply. You've read books like Fast Food Nation with the disastrous health impact and consequences of this mess. And then, by contrast, 60,000 buffalo a year are harvested. Much more nutritional value, much better feeling deep inside when you order quality meat. Go to wildidea.com, order direct, they'll ship it to your house. It's delicious. You'll be a convert right away. There's nothing in the world like Buffalo Burger. Fantastic. Try it. Here comes an interesting podcast with Angela Mavridis founder of Tribali Foods. Check these guys out if you want a quick and easy burger patty that's super healthy, organic, delicious with incredible spices and flavors. This is her business. This girl has plunged in full bore 
and trying to create something beautiful, merging her disparate passions of her lifelong family business of fast food hamburgers in the Pasadena, California area, and then her awakening to health, her passion for primal paleo living, and going for it in life and trying something scary and new and trying to launch a business. I think her story is going to captivate you. I was just chit-chatting with her when I met her at Paleo FX in Austin, Texas, the gathering of all the paleo enthusiasts from around the world. And I thought, you know what? That's a pretty interesting story. We should do a podcast sometime. So we did. So here's a woman kind of hitting a bottom point, going through a painful divorce. She's got three young kids. All of a sudden, she's a single mom compelled to be the breadwinner after going through a stage of life of being a stay-at-home mom and looking after kids. Wow, what the heck are you going to do? And in her case, it was pick herself up and go for it. And the cool uh, backstory is that she was vegetarian for 35 years, worked well for her. She was athletic. She was healthy. She was fit. And then she started feeling lousy and wanted to open her eyes to something else. Luckily, she had the family businesses going on where the brothers operate a wonderful barbecue joint in Pasadena and the, the burgers surrounding her whole life. She was flipping burgers for 40 years in dad's restaurant while being a vegetarian for most of that time. So finally, she had her first bite of a steak in 35 years. And she'll talk about that on the show. And then it led to some fun experimentation. All of a sudden, she's at a meeting with national Whole Foods buyers. And they said, you know what? Bring this to market and we'll order some. So all of a sudden she was chartered with starting and building a business. And we are accustomed to hearing wonderful success stories left and right. The business grew 727% in the first three quarters of this year. Uh, but with her success came some reflection and having to reevaluate her priorities because she dove so deeply into building the business that she realized that other areas of her life had come out of balance. So that's what this podcast is about. Lots of themes and interesting concepts and causes for reflection with Angela doing her thing, trying her best with a nice blend of leading a balanced lifestyle, but also unleashing that competitive spirit into the marketplace. Enjoy the show with Angela Mavridis out in Pasadena, California, fresh off a delicious lunch at Gus's Barbecue, her brother's joint. Angela Mavridis. Thank you for having me in your stylish office here after a fabulous lunch at one of the family restaurants. And we, we hit it hard. Delicious sweet potato fries. You had the salmon salad. Let's give a shout out. What's the name of the barbecue? What was it? Gus's barbecue. Oh yeah. Gus's barbecue brought the melted butter to me for my sweet potato fries and my, uh, the, uh, pulled pork. No, what did I have? Oh, brisket. brisket. Yeah. Fabulous meal. Good. And we met at Paleo FX, hanging around the Primal booth. And I thought we talked a little bit. I said, you know what? This would be a good podcast to talk about this amazing journey you've been on of a transformation, female empowerment, taking it on. All right. Thank you. You got a business going that's uh, been a fabulous success out of the gate. I know it's a lot of hard work and you got a long way to go, but tell us about, let's let's just jump right into um, the, the frozen patties of a healthy, organic nature, very uh, unique and stylish. Tell me all about it. Trabali Foods. Yes, it came about um, for a need for something to do. I was mentioning during our lunch, obviously, post-divorce, looking at three little kids, how I'm going to get them to college and what their future is going to be like. So I thought I've got to create something and do something. And 
I drew on my background both in the restaurant business because dad owns and operates hamburger fast food drive throughs in Pasadena and my health journey. And I mentioned to you I was a vegetarian for 35 years growing up in a Greek meat-eating family that owns restaurants. So I was sort of the black sheep or the outcast of why am I not eating meat? Um, but that health journey drove me to where I am today to realize that good, high-quality animal meats um, seasoned with various flavors from around the world can be both good for you, good for the animal, good for your health. And I started eating meat again. Uh, and that's kind of how Trevally came about. That's funny. You're blending like here's the fast food on one side and the traditional American uh, stuff. And then here you are deep in the paleo world and looking at the the, the objections to the feedlot animals and the benefits of grass fed and organic and all that. So you kind of pulled from each side and I guess planted your stake. What's Tribali? So Tribali is the company I, I developed to um, bring these to the world. And it's all about high quality animal proteins. So today we are grass fed and finished beef, free range chicken, organic. Um, we're doing turkey. We'll do wild caught seafood. We'll do pastured pork. So it's always the highest quality animal proteins and in different forms. We've got patties. We've got sliders coming out this summer. Uh, we've been asked to make some meatballs. So any kind of form and various flavors and spices, and um, that's what we're delivering to the world in the freezer. <laughs> and what does Tribali designate? Tribali, the way I look at it, the name is um, part of just joining the tribe. It's sort of a journey. And I feel like every time you change something in your life, you need a teaching, you need a teacher, and you need a tribe of people that are like-minded. Um, and that's what this is. It's a tribe of people that are conscious both about the environment, the animal, and the health of yourself. So join the tribe. So you were in the vegetarian tribe for... 35 a long years. time. And what uh, caused you to open your eyes and, and try something new? Um, you know, it was like the hard drive just crashed. I think 35 years of doing things in a certain way served me and they served me well um, during all the athleticism I did. I was a cyclist. I was a CrossFitter. I was a marathon runner. And I was always concerned with how much protein I'm getting because I didn't want to, you know, I'm doing so much work in the gym. I wanted to make sure I'm building some muscle. So it was always protein powders and supplements and bars and, you know, any kind of protein I can get in. Um, and I think that just did a number of my digestion after years of IBS and bloating. And I had gone to doctors and they couldn't, they couldn't really figure it out. Like what's wrong with you? Um, so I thought I can't be so dogmatic into my diet. It's working. And it was working in my teens and my twenties and my thirties. But once I'm in my forties, I'm like, you know, it's just not working anymore. Hmm. So I've always gone back to food because I believe that it starts with food, everything, your mental state, your physical state, your emotional state. Let's start with what we know we can control. And that is our food. So I had already done a pretty much paleo and clean diet. So what else can I do? Let's incorporate a little bit of high quality meat. And I started with, I sat down by myself, made a grass fed and finished filet one day. Your first uh, one in 35 one, years. And it was delicious. And I thought, what have I been missing? So because oh, sometimes you hear that people come back and they, they have not made those digestive enzymes in so long mm -hmm. that they have a reaction. They're like, see, I'm not made to eat meat, but it's really just the uh, the lack of experience for years and years is is making it tough to digest. But you, 
you had a different one. Right. I've heard that, the digestive enzymes, but I didn't have that issue. And I incorporated it slowly and methodically. Mm. And you know how we say, you know, eat the rainbow. Now I'm sort of eating the rainbow of meats. I have a little bit of lamb, a little bit of pork, some fish, some chicken, some oysters, sardines. I mean, just a little bit of everything. Um, so I feel better. I feel like things are getting a little bit more balanced. Um, how long you been on this, uh, four years, paleo style eating with welcoming the, the healthy animal products Four years. And how long did it take to start feeling a change from I the first, say, the first steak you yeah, made? Yeah. The first steak, I would say about six months. Um, it took six months. It took wow. six months. There was a lot of hormonal wonkiness going on and that could have been the stage of life I was at. Um, but I needed something to balance everything out. So I think, you know, it took about six months to, to feel better. But I initially, I know I felt, I mean, my iron went up, ferritin, um, I wasn't anemic anymore. And I, I also psychologically, I just felt satisfied. I spent 35 years hungry, literally. <laughs> like I just couldn't get enough. It was always like salads and tofu. And, you know, I'd go to the back in college, I'd go to the freezer section and buy those patties. Cause I'm just, I don't know, maybe I'm just partial to patties. Cause that's how I grew up in the burger business. But you know, those patties that are made out of mushrooms or quinoa, sure. got all veggie of, burgers, the yeah. veggie burgers. Yeah. And I kind of lived off of those when I, those are pretty good, quick and easy. Yeah. Well, they're good until you turn over the ingredients, right? Oh, and there then, are bad ingredients in there. Well, Look yeah, the, I made a few of those in my time just for fun. They tasted yeah, good. A little maltodextrin, a little cornstarch. Oh, really? Little... Oh, geez. Is there, not... is there a healthy veggie burger out there? Maybe Tribali should throw that in the know. mix. I'm not looking at the veggie burgers. No, I'm you're all about section. the meat. Right, right. <laughs> but I did feel satiated, satisfied, and um, at full. Do you think that's common with um, the vegetarian scene that they're walking around hungry, maybe not even aware of it, thinking that's normal? Like, yeah, we just have to discipline ourselves. I don't know. Maybe. I mean, there was that need to feel like I needed to eat every three to four hours. Um, and maybe combining a little bit, skewing my diet now a little bit more keto. Um, I feel like I go, I could go a lot longer. You know, a nice piece of three to four ounce animal protein with some vegetables and some healthy fat. I mean, that's all I need. It just, there's endless combinations. And I feel that's what keeps me thriving right now. So this coincided, this time when you switched over to starting to eat meat, coincided with the idea to start a business? It did. It sort of all married itself. I thought, well, what can I do? Um, and the Whole Foods up here in our neighborhood knew my father's business, and they had been eating the burgers from my dad's restaurant for years. So I was making these meat patties in my kitchen. I bought a refurbished grinder off of Amazon. I literally had a white lab coat, like a mad scientist. And I was grinding various meats and then just chopping herbs and spices and vegetables and a little garlic puree or tomato paste and making these patties that I'd stick in the freezer and on Ziploc bags, you know, the Moroccan lamb or the Greek pork or the Southwest salmon or just various combinations. And friends and family started coming by and saying, you know what, do you have any of those patties that are so good? My kids love them, but we want some more. So I thought, these are these are moving out of my fridge faster than I can make them. And I went up to Whole Foods, and when I was buying some of my meat from the counter, guys said, you know, I'm." they're like, what are you doing with all this meat? I go, I'm grinding it at home and making these wonderful patties that I'm eating. I said, you know, you, would you guys be interested in just trying them out? And they're like, okay, this isn't some lonely housewife that doesn't know what she's doing. They're from the burger world. She's been flipping burgers. She's legit. For, yeah, she's been flipping burgers at her dad's restaurant for over 40 years. So... 
I brought them the patties and within a week they said, we're hooking you up with corporate that you've got something. But at that time I didn't have a name. I didn't have a logo. I didn't have a brand. I didn't have all these things I needed, but I presented to Whole Foods and they said, we like it. We like the story. We like the concept. We like the idea and we like the clean element, right? I'm sourcing high quality. It's organic. And the ingredients on the back are clean. What we call, you know, no, in, no binders, no, no irritating ingredients, no fillers, no agents that, you know, bind the meat. I mean, cause a lot of burger patties have all sorts of stuff in them. So I was all about just being paleo or whole 30 because that's the way I like to eat. And then there's more people like me out there. So, so within like a week, they said, take your time, come back to us when you're ready, have a business. I'm pleased to present B-Rad Grass-Fed Whey Protein Isolate Superfuel, the absolute highest quality, all-natural protein supplement infused with creatine that delivers everything you need to optimize your appetite for fat loss, recover quickly from workouts, and build and maintain lean muscle mass, the single most important attribute for aging gracefully. Our protein comes directly from small family farms in America's dairy land of Wisconsin. It's cold processed and micro filtered for maximum bioavailability and digestibility. So please don't mess with the many cheap commodity protein supplements that are ineffective, inferior, less pure, and often contain junk sweeteners, especially the plant-based offerings that are vastly less bioavailable than the gold standard of protein supplements that's whey protein isolate. Whether you're in your peak athletic years looking to grow and recover or in the older age groups trying to delay aging and decline, whey and creatine are widely agreed to be the most critical and effective supplements to take for the rest of your life. You can easily stir the superfuel in water or make a delicious smoothie every day. I'm certain that you're going to love the pleasant, light, natural vanilla bean and cocoa bean flavors. So try some on Amazon today. It's a huge hit with dozens of five-star reviews. Or you can order direct from bradnutrition.com with our buy three, get one free, and make the super fuel a centerpiece of your daily routine. Greetings, my fitness-minded listeners. I want to acquaint you with the Primal Fitness Expert Certification Program, the most comprehensive home study multimedia fitness education course in the world. If you want to enhance your personal knowledge of all aspects of leading a healthy, active, fit lifestyle, this total immersion course will be life-changing. I'm the lead instructor and author of the course, and we have 14 chapters of extensive written content with over 100 accompanying videos covering topics such as general everyday movement, including micro-workouts and dynamic workstation tips, the full experience of gym-based strength training in all the different modalities, a complete presentation on all aspects of sprinting, both running and low impact options, an assortment of high intensity interval training and high intensity repeat training strategies, a detailed education on the principles and practical application of aerobic endurance training, and extensive commentary, the most you will find in any publication, on all aspects and symptoms of overtraining and burnout. We even have fascinating peripheral topics like integrating nasal diaphragmatic breathing, dynamic stretching, injury prevention, and developing a peak performance mindset. It's really something, this course. We went all out for over two years with a great team to develop this 
this amazing home-based fitness education for you. And you get one-on-one expert email support and private Facebook group connection throughout your studies to ensure that you absorb everything optimally and you pass your series of exams and get certified. So go to primalhealthcoach.com slash Brad to enjoy a very special limited time. And I'm not kidding. This is a big time discount just for you. 25% off your tuition. A fantastic premium offer at primalhealthcoach.com slash Brad for the most comprehensive fitness course you can ever find. Wow. And that took me 10 months to circle back. Yeah. And I went to the drawing board and I said, all right, I got to build a brand. How do you build a company? How do you start something that that'll have some legs? Um, and I hope I did it the right way. You know, I took my time and I thought, all right, there is a story here. And ironically, even my brothers, when we met with one of our like power meetings to, you know, think this through. They're doing the restaurant business. That's where we ate. Yeah. So your brothers are a long time family, long time family business. Yeah. yeah. And they said, do you see the irony in your story? I'm like, no, what are you talking about? They're like, you didn't eat meat for 35 years. Your father has the hamburger business and now you're eating meat and you're producing a hamburger. And I'm like, oh, I guess it did come full circle. So, you know, ironically, but these days in order to build a brand and be somebody you have to have a real story of, and most of them come from a health journey you've gone through, something that you personally, a quest for healthier eating or a personal journey. Um, and that's kind of where the story comes out from your, from your, you know, health crisis or journey or um, how you solved your issue. Yeah. It's so, it's so critical that I think there's uh, possibly some fake stories out there Mm-hmm. And fake brands where you look on the back and they they make up a whole thing, like on the on the wine label or something, you know. Yeah. Stamping the grapes with their bare feet for centuries. <laughs> and here it is. And you're like, oh yeah, that was made in a big old plant with, you know, yeah. commodity products. Yeah. So you got the real story here. I hope so. I mean, I definitely do. Oh, so that was must have been scary to jump into this. You had that hope and that little glimmer of potential having met with Whole Foods. Um, but what about the rest of it? Yeah. I remember getting in the car after we met with Whole Foods. I'm like, well, I think that meeting went well. And I took my brothers with me. I'm like, you guys have to come. All of a sudden I'm meeting at corporate. The next day they gave us an order the very next day on, on my computer. It said, all right, we'll take a pallet of each. Let us know when you're ready. And that's, you know, that's when I went to work for 10 that's months. When you, you go take that to the bank and say, look, look, well, yeah, I mean, me I some money. or my dad yeah. or somebody, anybody that would give me money. But I, when I got that order, I said to them, I like, did I, did I just start a company? What am I doing right now? <laughs> like, yeah, you've got to start a company. So go incorporate, go get your URL, go get your name, go, you know, register everything, go trademark. So there was a lot to do, right? It's like, I grabbed every book I could on business 101. How do you start a company? And how do you, a food business and a food startup? And surprisingly, I mean, we were talking about how what sort of competition is out there. The big companies don't have the R&D to do this kind of stuff. So they look at people like us, like that did have a health journey and came up with a product to meet a need that I had that surprisingly more people have in this world too. Um, And so we can innovate a little bit faster and get going a little bit faster. And, And that's just kind of how it started. So this was, it took, it took nine months to get uh, get ready to 
do the first production run? To get to bring it back to Whole Foods, they said once you've produced it in a USDA co-packing wow. meat facility that's Whole Foods approved, you know you got to meet all Hold these. Hold on, criteria. can you say that slower so I can write it down? <laughs> a co-packing facility, you're like, what the heck's that? Right, right. Yeah. No, they, I mean, yeah, I'm like, okay, USDA, it's going to be approved. Da, da, da. So they gave me a list all across the U.S. I'd called so many companies, but I really wanted someone close to me so that I could oversee production. I don't want to be flying to Kansas every two weeks, right? So I needed someone close. I needed this. I needed that. And and that was a challenge because, you know, any big facility is not stopping the production line to give you a trial with your little project that you hope is going to work. So you kind of have to sell them on your idea. But it's like the chicken and the egg, you know. Then you say, well, Whole Foods gave me a green light, so I actually do have an order. Would you give me a test and trial to see if we can produce here? So there was a few that weren't a right match. It wasn't a good marriage. So finally, we landed on one. Um, and then we produced a sample. And, you know, samples are still 300 pounds of meat. So I'm left with a lot of patties. Um, and that's when you go back to Whole Foods and, okay, here's what I've got. Um, and then we were off and running. Oh, so you had a sample in a, in a sample box, like... Sample box, but, it looked like that. I but took, they're not really going to sell it. They're just going right. to look at it, touch, feel it, and then place an order, an official order for mm -hmm. however many pallets or whatever they want. Yeah, and they rolled us out to the SOPAC region, which is four states. Oh. It was a good start. It was a great start. And that, you know... When was that? That was September, almost oh. almost a year. Wow. So we're, what, 11 months yeah. on the shelves? Yeah. And since then, you know, we've launched into Target, Super Targets across the U.S., Natural Grocers, um, going to a few other big guys. So, yeah. Um, so the next stage is to continue growing and looking for financing. That is the stage of growing a brand. And, and a you know all about that or maybe not. You're learning something <laughs> else new. Huh? I am. I am. Yeah. This is all a learning experience. And actually, you know what? It's fun. It, I'm enjoying it because um, I think you always should be learning in life. I mean, if you're not learning, you're just staying stagnant. And so like we were saying, it's good to set goals, both physically, financially, but also with this company. Like I do have a goal to grow it big, to uh, extend the product line, to get it across the U.S. to as many. Really, I want to make this affordable to as many people as possible. So um, we do need a little bit of, you know, do re -mi to help us propel it further. So we will be looking for funding. We will be looking to um, bring on some partners and some strategic partnerships that can open some doors for us. So that's kind of the where we're at right now. And meanwhile, you're plugging along in daily life and raising these kids and trying to manage it all. I think it's a big juggling act for many people. It is, especially as a single mom. It definitely is. And I'll tell you, um, it took a lot out of me. There's nothing... I don't think I've ever worked harder in my life these past few years in my entire life, but I've learned a lot. Um, and the biggest thing I've learned, Brad, is the balance. If you don't have balance um, and things start skewing far too much in one direction, you start suffering in another direction. And I do. I felt like my health took a toll of my um, happiness in, in like the social world. I think I just got so into this to get it up mm -hmm. off the ground that I, I kind of say I crawled into a, a cave. Yes, you did say that. <laughs> and um, that's not a good place to be. I think you need to, to balance. And I know it takes hard work. Um, and I, I feel like I put in the hard work, but it's good to come up and breathe and balance everything else out because 
I think life, you know, with everything, you need movement, you need connections, you need, no matter how healthy and clean your diet is, if you're not getting good sleep and if you don't have the social connections and if you're not seeing the sunlight and getting out in nature, I don't care how good you're eating. It's like that balance, you're still, and the level of stress kept getting higher and higher. And I wasn't understanding why. I'm like, what? I'm just, you know, I'm starting a company. I'm doing this. But I let everything else fall by the wayside. And so when that balance gets off skew, your health suffers. And, you know, I've noticed that. And I've, I almost had to go through that to realize what I need to do for me to make it all balance out again. Yeah, I guess arguably if you're out of balance and you're starting this business, maybe you'll be lacking insights, inspiration, patience, mm -hmm. uh, perspective, things like that, that whereby your business might struggle if you put too much into it. I mean, that's a nice argument to make. I'm not, I think there's a lot of people that are overworking and being successful in business and getting acquired and making millions of dollars and but, but then what, you know, they're, they're unhealthy right. out of balance. Maybe they burn through some relationships or even some develop some health conditions. We see that every day. Yep. So, you know, to what, to what end, like, what are your, right. I see some goals here on the whiteboard with, you know, you're growing the line and adding the sliders, but, um, it, it seems like an, uh, an idea to keep the other goals in mind too. Right. Right. And I, and I almost feel like I learned it the hard way. It's like, People can tell you, and I've listened to podcasts and I've listened to you talk and so many other people, people can tell you, but I think until you go through it yourself and kind of have that experience on your own, um, it's, it's hard to know what does that balance mean for me? And a lot of it means, you know, interpersonal relationships. And um, I love being social. I'm an, you know, extrovert. I love being with people. So when I put all that aside just to do Trivali, 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 it's great, but the view is the same, whether you're 10 feet up the ladder or five feet, it's, it's really the same view, just making it to the top and leaving everything else, you know, burning bridges and leaving everything else. It's, it's could be lonely. So you've got to make sure that everything else is in check. So yeah, like they say, you know, when a plane's going down, you got to take care of yourself first before you could take care of any, anybody else. So that's kind of how I feel like I've got self-care is huge right now. And emails can wait. If I've mm. got to meditate or if I've got to do a walk in the morning and get, see the sun first thing in the morning, living in Southern California, we're lucky to be able to do that. And I put some practices in line on my daily routine that weren't there two years ago because I was grinding. It was pedal to the metal. And I thought, no, I've got to, the emails can wait. The computer can wait. Nothing's, you know, the co-packer facility isn't burning down. The meats will get produced. I'm taking a walk. I'm going outside. I'm spending 20 minutes on, on me time. And I think that's important. Well, uh, the emails can wait. Are, are you sure? Don't you lose them if you don't answer within an hour? No, they stay there. Surprisingly, they do. Can you believe that? I mean, what a concept, right? You're, you're, you're giving me this look like you're staring me down. Like, <laughs> oh my gosh, this girl's talking to me right now. The emails can wait. Yeah. And I, I think they can wait while you're focused on uh, peak performance cognitive tasks at your computer. Yeah. And that part I struggle with because the you, you feel like you're making people wait if you don't answer the email right away. And perhaps that's true at times, but... And so um, what? Let them yeah, wait. I mean, you, you do the best you can, but that 20-minute walk could be, um, you know, it I could know. be the trans transformative idea for the company. And you know who pointed this out to me? Believe it or not, my kids. There were times where they would look at me and go, you are always on your phone or your computer 
even when we're talking to you and we have an issue, put it down. I mean, my kids put it down and look us in the eye and pay attention to what we're saying. Like, oh my gosh, you guys are right. This is so not good mommyhood. (laughs) I got to put it down. I got to shut it off. I'm not taking it to dinner. What's going to happen, right? So I think that's important. When when the kids start noticing, it's like, you're always on that mom. And I'm doing it for you guys, but not at the price of not giving them what they need, which is mommy time. And so in the middle of the day, it was summer now, right? They just started school on Monday. Summertime, in the middle of the day, I'm like, we're shutting down Tribali for two hours. You guys want to go for some ice cream? And let's go to the park and ride the bikes around. I mean, they need me. I need them. It's, it's you know, got to be part of that balance. So. Yeah, yep. my Good I have this um, this little drawing that my son made. He was maybe a year and a half old or something. I don't know the exact age when they can start spelling. And yeah. it said N O and then a backwards F phone F O N E. And he had a dial pad oh. and then a band sign with the bar through. I don't know where he found that out, but um, he handed it to me because I was on the phone for too long. Uh, you know, it was a, he was trying to get my attention. I, I, I'm hoping it was just a one off episode, but. Um, he just, he saw me kipping on the phone when he wanted something. And so he handed me the note, just like they do in business setting today, where they hand you a note, like your next appointment's in the lobby. Okay. I got to wrap up this call. (laughs) Oh yeah. But I save that thing. It's under glass on my desk. So I see it every day when I'm looking down there and, um, and they're so observant. I mean, they see it, you know? And so I want to set a good example. It's like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Elisha Goldstein, I just talked to him about mindfulness, uh, podcast. And he said that we're strongly influenced by the behaviors of people around us. Mm-hmm. Um, the Framingham study, the longest and largest uh, study of health and uh, impact of you know daily life on health. Residents of Framingham, Massachusetts have been measured since 1948 on all these different factors. And they identified clusters of obesity, clusters of happiness, clusters of loneliness. In other words, the people in this social circle mm-hmm. uh, are obese because of their lifestyle practices are influencing each other. Same with happiness. So if you surround yourself with positive, happy, uplifting people, uh, rather than the negative downers where you go out and meet for drinks with these particular girls or guys, and you come back and you feel drained and, and negative because everyone's complaining the whole time, um, it has a profound impact on right. the body, measured by science and hormones and blood levels and lifespan, risk factors, all that stuff. So if you're setting that example, I think that's the biggest thing is, um, you know, the example we set for our kids, no matter what, no matter what you say with your mouth, it's like a factor of 10x of what you do, do and how you, absolutely. yeah. You asked me how my kids eat. Do they eat primal paleo? Everyone asks that. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, A, they know all about it because their dad likes to blab and uh, has no problem telling stories and talking about. So that sugar that you ingest <laughs> is is sticky in nature. You feel your fingers sticky? Yeah. Well, guess what? When it goes into your body, it's sticky and it attaches to important cells that are involved with your vision, your kidney function, your heart, your your arteries. Yeah. So they know the story and they know the impact of their decisions. Yeah. And man, culture, it's a tough battle because um, especially youth, all these things are immersed in their daily life, the the screen time, the digital distraction, and then all the crappy food. Right, right. So I don't know if I shared this with you, but I grew up spending my summers in Greece. So I was born there. I moved here when I was six years old, but I also went back subsequently every summer. And 
I had a group of friends there. And of course, my group of friends here, right? I'd go to school here nine months out of the year, and then we'd be shipped off to Greece. Wow, every summer. summer. Every summer until I was so probably college, until I went to college. I even did that, even my first two years of college, I remember, because I was in a sorority and they have like inspo week. I'm like, sorry, I'm going to be in Greece. I'll be back. You guys are invited. Yeah. So, um, So I had my group of friends there, and it was amazing. The food that we would eat, how we would play, the outdoor time, so different than the life here. Yeah. You know? And it's just... So they were behind us by a, a, a number of years where it was even better than here at the time? Is that what you're saying? Like um, your your experience here as a teenager or whatever? Right. It was so much better there oh. because, because there was just outdoor play. We were in the sun, in the water, the food was always fresh. There was no fast food. There was no drive through Mediterranean diet. Mediterranean yeah. diet, which really, I sort of joke, I started paleo because kind of that's how I grew up, Mediterranean food, paleo, to confusion and then back again, right? I spent my teens confused, like, what do I eat? How do I eat fat-free this? Um, you know, meat is bad for you. It's going to cause cancer. That's why I thought, okay, let me embark on the vegetarian diet. It sounds like the best diet for health. And all the scares of the fat, you know, saturated fat and cholesterol and what have you. And now I circle back to eating the exact same way that I was eating growing up in Greece. I mean, Mediterranean paleo, real food diet. Um, Most likely really high quality animals back then in Greece. Oh yeah. Right? Even now, even now. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you get big some difference. lamb. Yeah. Big yeah. difference. And you can feel it. I remember just thriving. I felt like I grew taller. I leaned out three summers there. My digestion was fine. I didn't have acne, you know, all the things that teenagers go through. And then I would come here and I was a little bit more sedentary. I was a little bit, even though we cooked healthy at home, dad owned a fast food hamburger drive through So it was burgers, fries, Go and a shake. Go get dessert. Right? Yeah. Burgers, fries, and a shake uh, more often than not. So I felt like, you know, acne and all the issues. And then I'd go to Greece Three months it would clear up. I would come back. I'd have issues again. I'd go there. So I'm like, there's something about the Angela lifestyle. Spa Therapy <laughs> go to departing Greece. on June 4th, right after school gets out. Yeah, seriously. So it's something about the lifestyle, the food. Um, is it slower pace there too? Uh, you take a nap every day in yeah. the summertime for two hours, and it's wonderful. I mean, we'd stay out late, right? It's that European lifestyle. Oh, yeah. Dinner was at 11 p.m. Go sleep at one. Kids are loving that. Teenage, oh, yeah. yeah. Let's go to Greece, man. Oh, I remember being at the discos, you know, right? late at night till like 1 a.m., and it was like a teenager. And the whole concept of drinking too, right? There's, there's no drinking age limit in in Europe. So there was never an abuse of it, whether I was 16 or oh. 18 or 21 or 22, having a little glass of wine at the dinner table was just common practice. Or it was no big deal. Like, no, nah, no, thanks. Good. I'm good tonight. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Where it's yeah. like, you know, here there was that mentality I'd got with my friends and it's like, let's get uh, as much alcohol as get wasted. I'm like, why? What's the point? You can have alcohol anytime you want, you know, in Europe. Uh-huh. That's, a, that's an interesting, different, yeah. a whole different mentality. My brain would have to switch to Oh, right. You've got to be 21. Here. Oh, right. we got to be sneaky. Sneaky here. Yeah. Hide it. <laughs> yeah. You're just walking out of the, the house with a bottle of wine. Your parents are thinking nothing of it. Like, oh, where are you going? Go and go see my friends. Yeah. 
go sell some wine in the parking lot of San Marino High or something. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I want to tell you about Schwank Grills. This is a revolutionary portable gas infrared grill that uses the exact same heating technology as the world's best steakhouses. You heat up to 1500 degrees Fahrenheit to grill the juiciest steak you've ever tasted in as little as three minutes. Can you believe it? That's right. You do not have to go to those crowded, noisy, super overpriced steakhouses anymore when you have the same technology in your backyard. And the Schwank portable infrared grill is not just for steak. You can make chicken wings, hamburgers, seafood, lobster, vegetables. I make salmon in three minutes. They even have a pizza stone accessory. I want you to visit their very informative and mouth-watering website at schwankgrills.com. That's S-C-H-W-A-N-K. Everything you cook, faster, juicier. The speed is so important, so convenient. Uh, There's a drip tray on the bottom, so you let the juices drip down. I love the bison burger, the venison burgers. That's my game. And then you can add a mixture of butter, spices, whatever you want, into the tray. Pour it back onto your meat or your salmon for a huge improvement in flavor. Are you getting hungry? I am. <laughs> Let's go to schwankgrills.com, S-C-H-W-A-N-K, grills.com, and up your home cooking game. This is a one-of-a-kind grill. I have a great discount code for you, of course. It's BRAD150 to save $150 off your purchase of a Schwank grill. I'm pleased to present B-Rad Grass-Fed Whey Protein Isolate Superfuel, the absolute highest quality, all-natural protein supplement infused with creatine that delivers everything you need to optimize your appetite for fat loss, recover quickly from workouts, and build and maintain lean muscle mass, the single most important attribute for aging gracefully. Our protein comes directly from small family farms in America's dairy land of Wisconsin. It's cold processed and micro-filtered for maximum bioavailability and digestibility. So please don't mess with the many cheap commodity protein supplements that are ineffective, inferior, less pure, and often contain junk sweeteners, especially the plant-based offerings that are vastly less bioavailable than the gold standard of protein supplements that's whey protein isolate. Whether you're in your peak athletic years looking to grow and recover or in the older age groups trying to delay aging and decline, whey and creatine are widely agreed to be the most critical and effective supplements to take for the rest of your life. You can easily stir the super fuel in water or make a delicious smoothie every day. I'm certain that you're going to love the pleasant, light, natural vanilla bean and cocoa bean flavors. So try some on Amazon today. It's a huge hit with dozens of five-star reviews. Or you can order direct from bradnutrition.com with our buy three, get one free, and make the super fuel a centerpiece of your daily routine. Wow. So that influence uh, remains today. Do you try to get your kids back there or at least having those cultural values to spend? We do. I think it's important. So um, I actually booked my trip for next summer. So I am taking them. And the last time I took them was about four years ago. But it's, I think being exposed to a different way of life, a different culture, different foods, um, just opened your horizons on the world and life so much. And I was lucky enough to grow up with those sort of dual citizenship, dual life, dual community. 
Um, and I think it just, it, it incorporates so much more worldview into your life um, to understand how others lived. And it, it doesn't have to be Greece. It could be any country, right? Just that, that you get exposure to how the rest of the world lives. Cause I think we're just so used to, you know, well, we we're here listening to commentators tell us this is the greatest country in the world, and this is so wonderful, and it's the freedom and all these attributes where it might be time to second guess some of that programming and, and realize that maybe the quality of life in, in many ways is superior if you want to measure it on a stress scale. I mean, we know we're the most affluent in so many ways, but um, right. wow. Well, there's to something to the blue zones. I mean, you know, we've, we've looked at those and they're one of the blue zones is actually in Greece too, on the island of Icaria where oh, people right. live to a hundred and, you know, centenarians. Is that what? Yeah. The called? blue zones is identifying pockets of centenarians. There's a book mm -hmm. about it. Go and look it up if you're not familiar with that term, but that's right. Icaria they're, yeah. they're and going what is it triple digits. Island? It's, you know, the let's see, they the sleep sun. every afternoon. Yeah, they right? get a lot of sun. They walk around. They have a little wine. So simple. They, they meet, they eat a balanced, healthy life and they have community. And it's like everybody is involved in everybody's life. There's a village. There's, you know, mm. so maybe it's, maybe we should move back. To we have Facebook life. community. Oh, Does yeah. Does that count? No, it doesn't, Brad. Oh, because you said community. No. I'm not familiar with that term. Yeah. It's all I see it is on my social media oh, now. Today's kid is like, define community. Oh, that's an internet <laughs> gathering of many people from, oh, there's oh. another community, a physical community. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Well, I just get on my freeway on ramp and I go and I don't know anybody. Mm. Yeah. What's community? That's wow. So when you were in this um, initial startup phase, working the crazy hours and letting things, uh, you know, fall by the wayside, um, did you, did you feel it? Did you feel a sense of frustration? Did you have a, like a, a voice uh, on your shoulder saying, Hey, Angela, why don't you settle down a little bit or. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Yeah. And it was a good awakening. It was, um, it was really from a social aspect too. Like I almost started isolating myself a little bit too. Like I was just so into what I'm doing that I don't have time for anything else. And you asked me about dating or what have you. I'm like, well, there was a time where I just didn't have time. I just not on the books, but again, Come up now she's air. ready, folks. <laughs> Come up for air, take a breather, and incorporate. foods.com you, you'll, you'll click right on the about page, and there's Angela frolicking the Mediterranean on her boat. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, but that's you know that when that when you lock into that mindset, I think you don't have the energy to even think about mm -hmm. things like social gatherings where you're quote unquote, wasting the night away when you could be at home answering emails. Oh, and it's, it's kind of compelling. I see, uh, people falling into that trap all the time right. where they get more payoff from answering text messages at their kids sporting event rather than watching the, watching the sporting event. Cause we know in little league baseball, they're not hitting a lot of pitches. They're doing a lot of walks and taking massive downtime. It's boring as heck. But, and the second you check that phone is when your that, son turns yeah. to you and looks at you. Did you catch that mom? Yep. Oh, shoot. I missed yep. it. But I was watching the whole rest of the time. Yeah, right? that's right. You missed those ordinary, no. those ordinary moments. Dan yeah. Millman says there's no ordinary moments in life. That's the title of one of his books. And it's something to something to consider. Yeah. 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 So big picture. It's like you definitely need to balance things and you have to find just like we were saying the right diet for you and how you're going to do your macros and what kind of food you're going to eat and what kind of 
template you want to follow, you also have to find the right thing that works for you. And I know that, I mean, I like people, I like being social, I like being out there. So you got to just, and I think when you're ready for it, you attract it too. You attract the people that are like-minded and that, that you share similar interests and passions with. So what about the other voice that's uh, looking at your startup operation, make or break? You got a lot of pressure on you. You're tell you got to put your kids through college and all these real life circumstances uh, that we discussed at lunch. Both of us, you know, are facing uh, the reality of uh, life and the, the ticking clock. Yeah. And when you're out there taking taking a walk and breathing and looking at the the beautiful mountains, which are now visible in the summer, by the way, never <laughs> were when I was growing up here. We there was no yeah, Mount right. Wilson visible ever. All the smog, yeah, incredible. Yeah. Um, what about that voice? How do you quell that and stay committed to, let's say? a breezy, easy morning routine when you know you're going to get slammed as soon as you boot up the screen. Yeah, it's going to be there. I mean, I learned it. It's going to be there. It's not going anywhere, Brad. It's going to be there. And you know what? It's not going to get done efficiently, effectively, if I'm not 100%. And for me to be 100%, I know what I need now. Just like, you know, we talked about in order to build muscle, you know how much protein you need to eat or in order to thrive and do the the physical demands that you want to put your body through, you know what you have to eat. I just know that if I need to produce and be on and, you know, I've done pitch slams, I've got up on stage, I've won a couple of pitch slams. If I want to represent- What's pitch slams? That's when you get up and you you represent your company and you talk about it. Like the Um, Shark Tank show? Yeah, like four minutes and they ask you questions, they fire away. And I've done two of those. And in order to be on and be able to know everything about my business, I have to be well-rested. I have to be well-fed, I have to be well-balanced, I have to be well-adjusted for the day, and all that, I know what it takes. Like, I know the recipes of what it takes to get me there. And again, trial and error, you got to learn the hard way, sort of. Um, But I think without, you know, I was telling you during lunch, a couple of nights of insomnia, like, that just throws me for a loop. What is that? Like, I've never had that before in my life. What is staying up till 4 a.m.? And what am I thinking about? I have no idea. It's just, mind starts racing. And I think it's that anxiety of like, I've got this business, I've got to get things done. And you got to quiet the mind. You got to find. So one thing I haven't done and I've heard a lot about is meditation. I mean, I've done my own sort of practice, but I think getting a more formal um, meditative, you know, agenda into my morning, I haven't incorporated much. Um, I've done a little bit of gratitude, um, journal writing, which is nice just to get your thoughts centered. But, um, but yeah, I'm, I'm open to doing a little meditation too, just to get the mind quiet. She's open. <laughs> let's, let's try it. Okay. Here, pick up a pen. I'm going to pick up a pen. Ready? Yeah. Put it in your hand. Okay. Listeners do the same. Pick up a pen or any object, set of keys, a phone, whatever, put it in your hand. Okay. When I say go, you're going to throw it in the air and then we're going to catch it. Ready? Go. Okay. You just meditated because in that, in that moment, when you caught the pen, you were thinking of nothing else. You weren't thinking about, is this room getting hot because we turned off the noisy air conditioner? <laughs> you weren't thinking about your business. You weren't thinking about the, the buzzing text that came 10 minutes ago right. and nothing. You were just trying to catch the pen. So we can do it at any time. This is from Dan Millman, the example of what? throwing your car keys up in the air and grabbing them. Yeah. And I relate to my cold plunge that I'm meditating during that time that I'm in the cold water because the water's so cold that I have to focus on my breath cycles and nothing else. Otherwise, I'll start to react to the cold and have that nervous system fight or flight reaction rather than remain calm because your body can handle 
seven minutes. I'm up to seven minutes now. When I did the podcast on cold, I was doing three minutes at 38 degrees. Now I'm in there slowing my breathing down even more and I'm thinking of nothing else. So it throws me into a meditative state easily because for me, it's tough to like go sit in the backyard and fold my legs. My knees don't fold that way anyway. Um, But it's, I think it's the, the practitioners when they verbalize the idea that like, okay, if you, if you experience a passing thought, oh yeah, I have to finalize the pricing of the sliders before I send the pr- proposal mm-hmm. to Whole Foods. If you get that thought, you acknowledge it, let it go, and then go back to your breathing or whatever you're doing. And I like that because you can't fail at it. And there's so many things that we're set up to fail right. or we're accustomed to failing and measuring and judging ourselves. But in this way, it's like, if you get a whole bunch of passing thoughts, you're Maybe that wasn't the greatest meditation session. Maybe it lasted five minutes. But if you go back and try again the next day, it feels like you can build in those skills. Yeah. 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 You know how many times I've got windows open on the computer and I'm doing something and then I, my brain like shifts and I do that next thing before I finish that one and I start the next thing. It's like, hate things. that, man. What is that? Like, yeah. Stop. Focus. Be. Finish move on. Right. <laughs> it's like just feels on. better anyway. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it feels good to have a whirlwind of productivity where you do have 12 windows open and you, one of them Southwest airlines, book the trip, got it <laughs> dialed, write down my confirmation code on to the next one. Oh, there's Amazon. I got to reorder more supplies for my kombucha. Oh, there's the next one. And it, it feels good to knock that off, but it feels good in a way where it's like a relief rather than a sense of self-satisfaction and um, positive energy. It's just like a heave, a sigh of relief, like, yeah. all right, the pressure's off me now, the fight or flight pressure yeah. that w- represented by all these windows. And you know, now maybe I can focus on enjoying my life and doing something really satisfying, like, oh my gosh, I actually finished an article or a chapter of a book. And it's, I'm, I'm, I'm telling my listeners, it's like, it's getting harder and harder for me because, well, I shouldn't, I shouldn't blame the outside world, but I'll make the argument that the offerings Mm -hmm. and the constant stimulation Mm -hmm. and the support and the encouragement and the, 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 what do they call it? A cluster, the Mm -hmm. cluster of obesity. Now we have the cluster of distractibility. Right. So anyone we talk to, our, our discussion is going to be interrupted by somebody's phone. It might be, might be theirs when I'm talking. It might be mine when you're talking. And we just, we just go down and cement these practices into lifestyle instead of thinking something different. And now here you are in like arguably the hardest position of all to compartmentalize and, and mind those, uh, those balance points because you're, you got this business on your shoulders, you and will, that's a small operation there. Right. Um, but you just gave me a great argument. like, this thing's going to make or break success is going to make or break on your shoulders. So those shoulders better be not so tense and right, needing, right, right. you know, needing some uh, breathing and relaxing. Very true. Very true. And, you know, for the first time in my life, I didn't know what this was before, but I, I get in that fight or fight and it's a physical manifestation. I feel it physically. I feel the heart start racing. Mm. I feel perspiration. I feel dizziness. And it's that cortisol kicking in and it's it's a physical manifestation that I could pinpoint and go, okay, this is happening to me right now. So get up, disconnect and go do something. Wow. Wow. Like once you like, I don't once you're there, your brain's not working well. Uh It's known fact. No. Yeah. Yeah. I had a, there was a, a dad, uh, uh, was a, a teammate of my son's in basketball and the coach was always yelling at him for, to forget, for forgetting the plays. And the dad's like, 
this coach doesn't understand that when my son gets yelled at, he shuts down. Mm -hmm. It's just the way his, his learning methods are slower or whatever. What works for him is a calm, re repetitive voice so that he's going to lock that into his brain in a calm setting. Right. But every time he gets yelled at, he takes steps further back and forgets more plays. Yeah. And I'm like, well, go tell the coach, man, because this ain't good. We need, we need this guy to remember the plays. He just screwed it up again, <laughs> you know? But it was a wonderful insight about a father seeing his son and seeing what works best for yeah. his son arguably the same for all of us that, you, you know, this, know thyself, like, yeah. And this old school, high pressure thing where the, the boss storms in and says, we got to increase our numbers. You guys better work harder. Uh, or, or the high school coach at, at San Marino with the freshman team where these guys are just getting going and the quarterback's just airing his arm out and he gets yanked for throwing an interception. That drives me crazy because all that kids need, all that kids need is another chance to go out there and throw yeah. three more passes yeah. and he's going to nail one. But instead, he's going to sit on the bench and think about his interception all night. Very true. Uh, so, <laughs> so you know, if you're listening, if me? you're listening, we're getting, we're getting, we're getting heated up. We hit certain subject points like Hugh Sports, and I get heated up. Yeah, it is hot in here. I think we turned off the AC. And it's <laughs> I think we we got a good glimpse of what what it's what life is like with Angela. Wish you continued success with Tribali Foods. But also just, you know, seeing what you've done in, in a relatively short time and just going for it. And there's so many people out there that are at those crossroads in life and wondering what's going to happen. And then you have the kids in the picture, which can be, I don't know, people, you, you hear people blaming uh, rather than using those kids as motivation, like you express, like, yeah. hey, I got these kids, they're going to go to college one way or the other, and I'm going to, I'm going to make it happen. Yeah. And, you know, it's that midlife switch gears. Um and I've always had a sense of confidence. Like I pretty much believe in myself. If I set my mind to something and I'm just so passionate about this whole food movement and about bringing options to people for cleaning up their, their health and their, starting with food and their diet. And if you have that passion and perseverance and persistence, I believe, I mean, this is why I tell my kids, you can make it work. You just have to like Put your mind to it and just not lose sight of the other things that are important in your life. So thanks for the encouraging words. <laughs> Love it. Thanks for being on the podcast, Angela Mavridis. Good Thank luck so with Trebali Foods and everything else. Dun, 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 dun. All right, we did. Thank you for listening to the show. We would love your feedback at getoveryourselfpodcast at gmail.com. And we would also love if you could leave a rating and a review on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. I know it's a hassle. You have to go to desktop iTunes, click on the tab that says ratings and reviews, and then click to rate the show anywhere from five to five stars. And it really helps spread the word so more people can find the show and get over themselves, because they need to. Thanks for doing it. Let's talk about ancestral supplements. If you're into ancestral health, primal paleo, keto, you know the importance of consuming these unique agents contained in bone marrow, in the nose-to-tail organ meats, liver, kidney, all that stuff, the great bone broth benefits. Well, how's it going? For me, since years ago when Dr. Kate Shanahan asserted the importance of these wonderful nutritional benefits that you can't get elsewhere, eh, 
not too good. I don't know how to cook a liver or a kidney, but now your problems are solved forever. When you go to ancestralsupplements.com, a wonderful company filled with people who are living the dream, walking their talk, and bottling up the purest, cleanest sources of grass-fed organ meats, kidney, liver, bone marrow, all in these wonderful capsules. I dump them in my smoothie every day. I'm healthy. I don't have to worry. It's an incredible dietary boost. And this is so different from swallowing a bunch of those synthetic vitamins and those giant bottles from the big box stores, highly questionable health practice. This stuff is the real deal. Grass-fed organ meats, pure as can be, ancestralsupplements.com.